This episode of the On the Radar podcast is brought to you by Laser Light Recording Studio in Waterville, Ohio. The world is calling. Pick it up. episode of the on the radar podcast this is a podcast that features music and interviews and studio performances with acts coming to through and from the greater midwestern areas my name is peapod and i'm very excited to be the guinea pigs at the very new second location of the good boys in bike rack records uh they have uh built a new space in perrysburg ohio so very excited for that uh you know uh mark miller uh michael jones those are our producers for today they're not going to jump on this time around but uh uh, they're going to be in the uh, other room uh, checking and making sure we're all still good. So very excited to be here and very honored to be here uh, with this brand new act out of the area. Very excited. They just came on the scene a little bit earlier this year, but we're going to dive into everything with Temperance Michigan's own No Luck. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Hello. I'm What's great. Up? Good. Good. So I'm so glad we, we've been able to connect. So I got hip to No Luck. Because, uh, uh, you know, one of the members of the band outside, uh, I actually the, early this year, I was going to be putting on a show uh, with the good people from the uh, post festival out of uh, Indiana. And uh, we, we had the whole everything set up. We was going to be at the uh, local establishment at the Ottawa Tavern in uh, Toledo, Ohio, for those who are in the area listening to this. And uh, after the announcement, about a week later, uh, you know, the slow motion apocalypse that is 2020 happened yep. and everything got shut down. So unfortunately, we couldn't make that show happen. But uh, I've always I, I've been became a really big fan uh, of these uh, these people's music. So I'm very excited to dive in with it all. Uh, take a moment, introduce yourselves, tell us what you do in the band. Uh, I'm Cameron, or people call me Chainsaw, and I play the drums. People call you Chainsaw. Chainsaw the Breakdown King, yeah. I got it tattooed right there. Fantastic. <laughs> I already like this. Uh, I'm Andy, I uh, play guitar and do some vocals. I'm Melissa, I play keyboards and I do vocals too. I'm Tom, and I play bass. Excellent. Very excited uh, to dive into all of this. Uh, you know, you, you just kind of came on just fairly like new around here, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure much like any band in any scene, you know, everybody's been in other projects and everything and kind of, you know, put their stuff all together. Um, so kind of kind of let's talk about how uh, No Luck became a thing. So. Uh... I used to be in an acoustic duo way back in the day called We Are Brothers. Okay. And then uh, we uh, broke up, basically. We moved to Michigan, and me and my girlfriend, Melissa, here, moved to Michigan, and um, we uh, then started a reggae band with all our friends. A reggae band? Yeah, it was me, Melissa, Tom, and uh, Tyler LaGrange, and Adam Clavenger. It was uh, really fun, and then um, we kind of all split up. Uh, our other guitarist moved to Cleveland, and then it was just us three still that were still jamming. So we did an acoustic thing initially, played like one show, I think, and then I knew Cameron from a, a buddy, and uh, we, we started jamming, and it started out way different than what it is now, but we definitely all love what it's become. What what did it start off with? Because I think I think uh, you posted like some certain like like some SoundCloud stuff at first before he became kind of like this shoegaze rock uh, yeah. alternative uh, uh, vibe we got going on for this. Uh, so that was back when it was uh, me, Tom, and Melissa, and it was just acoustic. So I was recording some home demos. I was used to recording and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, then even when we incorporated Cameron, it. Uh, 
we I wasn't used to electric guitar. <laughs> um, I was originally all acoustic, so changing from acoustic to electric, and then having to learn how like effects pedals and things like that. And but I got really into them, and that's kind of what brought us to how our music sounds now. And I love effects pedals, gains, fuzzes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's that world that whole world of like you know, like your post and your shoegaze and it becomes like this like era of just like a world of like tones and sounds and like what makes like the coolest uh vibe it's and 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 then seeing like how everybody's pedal boards ends up being like this these giant massive uh uh pieces of equipment but mm-hmm. it's always like fascinating to me because like i'm not a musician myself but i've always like very interested in like the the art of like putting like sounds together through all these different effects and everything agreed how, I love it. <laughs> how, did, how did everybody like kind of dive into the music and when was the moment for all of you that you were like you know like i kind of want to explore this more than just like as a side thing i want to do this hopefully down the line as like a living all right, so basically, uh, I play like metal, a lot of like heavy metal blast beats and stuff. Well, you're known so, as a chainsaw king or whatever. Chainsaw, the breakdown, breakdown, king, right? yeah, yeah. So, but, so yeah, Andy approached me with their acoustic music, and they were like, "Do you want to try this?" And I wasn't in a band at the time. And I was like, "Man, that's you know, that's not what I'm used to right, playing." So right. we can like, I was like, "Sure, let's do it." Like I haven't hadn't seen them in a while. And then, I don't know, two or three practices in, it just, I just feel like it started clicking and then it rolled off from there. And that's when I realized that third or fourth practice, like, okay, this is something good here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew pretty early on. It just, we all really seemed to mesh and it, it just kind of, it just kind of flowed out of all of us. It was just, it, 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 it worked really well. We we just knew we had a, we had something with this. It's always an interesting style because you know I, I I've heard some some kind of detractors from the style of shoegaze that like people think like it, it, it's the style of music where like you know maybe your mixes are messed up in in post and so they just call it shoegaze or whatever. But like there's a there's a fine tuned art between like madness and 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 actual organization for this. You want to dive into that? Like, what's your, what's your feelings about all of that? Like, diving into that style of music. Uh, I think uh, what we kind of aim for when we're going for that is, like, uh, I try to focus on, like, uh, bringing forth, like, a whole wall of sound, but keeping, like, a melodicness to it. Mm-hmm. Because the way I've heard Shoegaze described is, like, uh, elevator music through fuzz with, with like, <laughs> yeah. heavy, heavy reverb. I get it. I get know? that. But uh, yeah, there's just a couple bands that I've been really into, and they really pushed me into like, oh wow, I I can super heavy on the reverb. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and so I obviously didn't listen to a whole lot of like, I listened. My first music influences were like Green Day and stuff. Right. But I never listened to like the what he was just describing that really big washy stuff. So I'm still learning about the whole genre and where I'm fitting in and how to, mm-hmm. you know, bring it with everyone involved. The wall of sound is something that like I personally really enjoyed, and that's like when I was putting that show together with all like these post rock bands. Like our idea was like we were gonna get our friends uh, and previous guests, uh, Man Mountain on. We had another uh, band from Pennsylvania called Heron was gonna come through, and then it was uh, it was you guys, and I forget who was the fourth band to be honest. Um, but uh, it it was all that like wall of sound type acts getting together so like the if that show ever did pull off it was just going to be just like this massive loud but organized loud sound but it was going to be like with all the tones and everything it was going to be really fun and hopefully we'll we'll be able to do that once we can get out of all this uh this this garbage that is this year hopefully um you know uh it's been really cool and uh the ep really enjoyed um, it came out earlier this year, um, self-titled. Um, let's dive into that a little bit. Uh, I love all the songs. I was jamming a little bit more just on the way here, just kind of getting into the mindset of the episode, and I really dug the, that uh, those songs. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the writing process, about all of that. Uh, so I, 
I think I wrote all of them, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the songs is actually a, a older song that I had that we all, like, we played it and we're like, wow, okay, we're going to use that song. That's a really good song. Which one was that? Uh, Bury Me. Okay. I had written that probably like three years prior and just sat on it. And my friend Amber Lee Delphus, mm-hmm. she just kept pushing, like, oh, I love that song so much. It's such a good song. So I was like, all right, well, we'll do that one. And, uh, I think we all really like Paper Tigers. And mm-hmm. That one was more about, uh, I don't know, we, had, we were at a music festival, and I just found out one of my friends had killed himself. Oh, jeez. So it was like coming from a standpoint of, like, everybody's having all this great time, and you're sitting there like, I don't. Right. I'm feeling a whole nother thing going on. So, like, that's kind of where that Paper Tigers came from. And that's one of my favorites off of that album. Yeah, that one's a super <laughs> When um, When they came to me, they had maybe three or four of the songs off the EP written. And, like, they, I was like, so what do you want me to play? Like, a drum track, something. They are like, no, dude. We're about to play and figure it out. And you, so oh, wow. I had to kind of... Again, going from speeding and blast beats and just to go. And I found a nice happy medium now, I think, of the both. Mm-hmm. And we're all, you know, vibing with it. But it was just hard transitioning. But then I think it shows that it's getting pretty locked in. I think I think uh, you mentioned Bury Me. And I, and I noticed a little bit, like, it, hearing the EP and hearing the first couple of songs... And then hearing "Bury Me," just like the, the 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 attitude of it, and now now I have some context uh, with that song. Um, and then just like hearing the drums, like just this these these moments of just like like you said, like these not not, not full on breakdown, but you can hear like the the slam of like some of the drums in that song. That really like kind of like you know I I noticed that in a good way in in that song because it was just like oh like the the other songs like everything flowed very well, but like there's these moments of just like. Like of just slam down and bury me that that worked out perfectly in that. That's what I love about Cameron's drumming. He incorporates his background, but also melds it with what we're trying to do, and he he blends it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Tom, he comes from like loving punk music one hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> influences like you know No Effects, Rancid, Pennywise. I come from that type of background. Okay, so. So like, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say in general, like when it came to writing all the songs, I I basically had them all set up acoustic style, and uh, I brought them and I was like, all right, this is what I have, and I played through, and we would basically, all right, now let's try again and rearrange some stuff, and just I don't know, I was really happy with honestly all the songs, and when we went in to record, we only had ready four songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last one, Evergreen. So I was like, "Well, we've jammed it like twice, and <laughs> yeah. it's a pretty solid one. Let's let's just run it since we got the extra like second to do it." And uh, it's probably one of my favorite ones off the whole thing. That was at Lake Bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. JC's the dude. Yes, yeah, he really is. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard some very good stuff from from Lake Bottom. So I uh, would love to meet him uh, sometime. Yeah, I, I've heard. Uh, I know many of, of the uh, the punk and the metal scene uh, and uh, people go to Lake Bottom. So they do doing some good work. There's a lot of great recording studios just around here, and everything, and 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 it, and it all. It, it it's so fascinating to me with like a place like this because you know everybody there's so many different styles of music around here but there's always places to perform that in a, in a, and and record at and you know and, and I love making connections with just like this traveling circus that the, that is this podcast and connecting people in, with different people and just like showing off and just like you know the the area we were in like the whole point of the podcast is just kind of highlighting good men and women doing rad things you know and that that maybe some people need to just get hit more of especially in this area of the midwest so it's always it's always super cool to see um you know everybody uh, getting a connection with everything and it's a shame what happened because you know with a new ep out and you can't do anything with it due to everything that's happened yeah yeah i think our very first show got canceled yep yeah so <laughs> that was that was cool so you uh, haven't even played this in, in live yet, have you? Well, we've gotten to, we did a show with uh, the Leg Thighs, uh, mm. Loud Kid Nick, and uh, 
Is that it? Yeah. That was yeah. It. We, we did that at a Frankie's with like in a controlled right. setting type right. thing. And it was cool. Uh, everybody kept their masks on. Um, tables were packed, honestly. So it was like the. It was a surprise. It was term. still limited, but like it was nice. Yeah. And it felt like a nice full show still. Mm-hmm. And we hopped on that Punk Stereo podcast too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That live stream. Not Paco. Oh, yeah. Live live Paco. Yeah. Paco and, every, and all yeah. those guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was fun. We kind of DIY'd it, but I, <laughs> I wish yeah. we would have had somebody's help at the time. So, but it still sounded cool. That was cool. Good. Nice. Are we gonna hear? Are we gonna hear some of them today? Possibly. Uh, yeah, two of the two. songs are playing our new ones. Oh, so. fantastic! I always love. I love always debut. Well, let's talk a little bit about them. What are, What are these songs about? Like, what's uh, what's uh. What's the attitude behind the, the this new stuff that's coming out? Um, I'd say it's definitely getting shoegazier. <laughs> shoegazier. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, free fall. Me and Melissa actually wrote together, basically, and uh, that's one we're playing. And the other one's called Colors, and Colors. I, I wrote that one, but uh, that one also goes pretty uh, good. So. About dealing with like, um, you know, people having their influences on you, and you're just trying to be yourself. I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel that it's uh it, and and especially with everything going on right now in the world, it's hard to try to try to figure out everything. You know, and a, a pandemic in a, in in the modern era, you only hear that in like history books from like you know, the 1800s or like in Europe somewhere and everybody's like wearing suits of armor or whatever, just like shit like that. Like you just, you never thought that would happen in like the whole world in this day and age. Right. It's, it's, it's super weird and trying to kind of keep your head afloat throughout everything has been difficult on ev- on everybody's, uh, on everybody's plate. Yeah. I guess it's really just given us opportunity to really focus on us because with everything being closed, we're not worried about like, oh, we're gonna miss out on all these shows, we're not missing out on any opportunities. So just, we're really just focusing. Just gives us time to grow and and really try to put out good, fun music that everyone will enjoy. To really like hone our craft and and get where we want to be.
So you're a musician. Your band's got the sound. You've written your own music. And now you need a studio to record it. Come to Laser Light Recording Studio. Now open right here in town. Laser Light delivers the complete studio recording package for local musicians. High quality equipment, post-processing and mixing, plus a balanced range of musical instruments, amps, mics, and studio players for taking your dynamic sound to the next level. Plus video-ready capabilities. Toledo's Collaboration Station. The Laser Light Atmosphere is a uniquely designed space centered on capturing the art of your performance. The studio is modeled around an unassuming environment, delivering both freedom and fulfillment. The Laser Light Acres are the ideal setting to snap some photos for social media, playbills, and product releases. The world is calling. Pick it up. If you're a musician looking to record your music, come take a tour. Check out the vibe and book your session at Laser Light Recording Studio in Waterville. For more information, go to laserlightrecordingstudio.com. That's laserlightrecordingstudio.com. I think that's been like the silver lining throughout all of this is just like, you know, it, with the opportunity of like nothing happening and while it sucks and seeing all these venues close down and like bands can't keep afloat, especially like touring musicians working musicians all the men and women that work behind the scenes on stuff it sucks on that part but on an artistic standpoint you know it, it gives us the opportunity to really kind of like figure out certain things and like minor tweaks things in private and then when things do get back to normal like i i feel like it's going to be a huge renaissance at least i hope i was just talking to paco about this just the other day of just like He's like I. He's like I would kill to just have play a show on a random night on Frankie's in front of five people right now. Like that, I'm at that point, and I'm just like I think it's going to be a point where it's gonna there's going to be a renaissance of more shows and more pop up shows and like bands doing things, and then obviously it will end up tapering off. But I think the taper off point will be still higher than it was. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. What's some of the things that you guys uh, worked? Oh, there's the cat. <laughs> 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 we were wondering. We were wondering in the group chat while I was setting up. They were like, "Beware of the cat." There's nothing wrong with the cat. Just it's super. She's super pretty. So <laughs> it's a very pretty cat. Anyway, before I, you know, got distracted by the the pretty cat. Um, like, what's some of the things that you you've like? What's a silver lining throughout all of this that you guys have dealt with? Uh, whether it's improvement on your music or practicing new new riffs, new jams, or whatever, or you know, just building. Stuff. What's something that you've been really proud of during this time of just like not doing anything, sadly? Well, we got studio time booked, I think, here like in the next month or so. And the songs that we have written to go back to JC with at Lake Bottom, the thing about them, like, they're shoegazier, like Andy said, but I feel like in the spots like Evergreen's vibe, you know, like kind of more upbeat, mm-hmm. punkier, not quite punk rock, but in that area, we all found the spots. Hold on. Okay. Let me rephrase that. I was doing good till there. It's all right. So basically, 
the punkier, rockier songs hit harder mm -hmm. and more developed, you know, because we tried like Bury Me versus Evergreen, slower mm -hmm. and then more, a little more upbeat. And then on the slower songs, you know, I'm finding out how to use the cymbals more washier and just bringing that full big shoegaze sound in. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, with everything being shut down and stuff, uh, I have to work more. <laughs> I'm in uh, like automotive industry over in uh, Michigan, so we definitely have been a uh, full swing regardless of everything being shut down. So um, I've been moving up in uh, the ranks, I guess, and I, I feel like I've been doing well at my job, so it's been giving me opportunities to do that. And at the same time, I... Uh, feel like we've been doing a lot of music stuff but at the same time instead of like constantly creating new it's really just focusing on certain things that oh well we liked that before let's bring that back and try to incorporate in a better way and with the whole thing at the same time like we just moved from a trailer to a, a, a house and then we got a dog, so we're just <laughs> dealing, dealing oh with God. this dog in this and house dog. and two cats. And, <laughs> uh, it's It's been a really exciting time. Even though everything's been going on, like the plague, bring out your dead. <laughs> but uh, it, it's still been very like uh, grounding, as Melissa said. Uh, that's I feel like we've all gotten to know each other a lot better and uh, speak our truths to each other even when we don't want to. Beautiful. I like that. Yeah, it's a good base for our future. Mm -hmm. What about you, Melissa? Um, yeah, I think the changey part has been the most exciting for me, um, especially with the keyboard. I I work with a Korg synthesizer right now, um, which is great, but it doesn't really have those pretty tones. Um, so I've added my keyboard along with it. I didn't bring it today, but usually I'm adding it. Um, and I think it adds so much, and I just... I see a lot of new songs formulating in my mind. And, you know, I haven't taken the forefront on the songwriting or anything in the past. And not like I'm trying to take the reins now, but I have so many ideas, whereas before I didn't. And so I'm just feeling super inspired. Um, I, as Andy said, we are honing in on what we have, but I'm also dreaming up so many new things that haven't been really put on paper yet or really shared with my peers here. So this is all in my own mysterious mind. Um, but I'm really excited for the shift more towards that shoegazy, sound wally, dreamy, lose yourself in it kind of sound. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to contribute more to that. Growth-wise for the band, just like she said, everything that, like the wall of sound and all that, it's, I mean, the way I treat playing bass I kind of just try to match what he's doing, and occasionally I'll break out and throw some little fills, riffs, and stuff like that in. But I try to treat the the bass more like extra oomph to his distortion that he has going. I incorporate a lot of like power chords. I have a smaller scale bass, so I can treat it more like a guitar, and that's kind of just improving on that is all I'm trying to do. And I'm really proud of, of where we've come all together with that on how everything that we've, we've meshed.
if uh, if I can give you a couple of tips or not not necessarily tips, I don't want to say that recommendations uh, about other artists like trying to honing that sound because we've had a handful of like those post rocky kind of uh, shoegazy kind of like wall of sound bands uh, and when with, with you saying you know you want to go a little bit more dreamy um, we 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 interviewed an act uh, out of the Dayton area named Moira. Which has been really cool. They have a they're a very interesting setup. Like she's on piano and synths and everything. And then there's a guitar. Uh, there's a another guy that I believe is bass and uh, guitar and like he does effects as well and the drummer. And it was very like wavy and everything. They influence that very well. And then a Chicago act named Loom who uh, them and also another band called Resin, uh, they haven't been on the podcast just yet, but they, yeah, re- yeah, Resin's in the, you know, you know about Resin, uh, like they, they, they are really big on like that wall of sound, but like actually like the, the organization of it and like the, the, the structure of it, because like this style of music uh, can be sounded more chaotic, but actually it's super more structured than a lot of people give it credit for. So like those are like acts that like if you're trying to look for like more development of those sounds and ideas, like I'd really highly check out not only just those episodes because it's a cheap plug for us, but <laughs> also like those those style of music and bands as well, um, because like this that that this has become like more of a popular genre uh, as of late, uh, especially with like a lot of the like those those post metal post rock you know another one i think uh also that uh, i would love to talk to and just like uh but i really love their music it's holy fun they uh they re- they were gearing up to do like a, a a trek with uh the band thrice for like a anniversary show but like they were uh they're an incredible act as well if you're trying to go for that like dreamy uh wall of sound style of music and they're more of a kind of a little bit of a sludge, a little bit of a post-metal style. So just like with you guys still just young enough in the scene, some of those influences could uh, hopefully help. Now that's just my two cents on everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. What's some of the, what do you guys want to try to achieve with, with no luck? Like what are some like bucket list stuff? Like how big do you want to go? Like, where do you want to play? Who do you want to play with? You know, what are the dreams now? You, you know, you're starting at square one here. Where do, where can you go from here? I want to be able to at least go on one tour with this band before I die. That's all I ask. For. How big? How big is the tour? How? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to play? Oh man! Just dreams come true. Let's put it out in the universe. Let's go. Well, see the thing is, like I know Nelson Ledges holds some sweet big concerts, but the big concerts I think about, it's like Download Festival mm-hmm. and Rock and Ring, like the heavy metal shows, but. Basically, if we're talking dreams, like 100,000 people headlining, going for it, <laughs> huge stage, lights, smoke, people going crazy. <laughs> it's just one of those, if that's if we're talking dreams. Make it into a, a, a living where, it's, where we can hop off of our, our day-to-day professions and actually... So support ourselves, but also do what we we, we love, because we all have a passion for music, and we're all passionate about this band and what we're doing. But the the end goal for it, my my goal will be to turn it into a, a living. So goals. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, see. Every time anybody asks me goals, I'm like, oh, you know, I've never been a goal person, future thinker. I'm always like in the now. Let's get it now. Let's see what we can turn it into now. But uh, long term and bands like I would like to play with, it's like um, the band were. I know a lot of the community of shoegaze fans doesn't even like were, but uh, they, they had this big controversy before they broke up and they just released this new album 2020 i believe er- real early such a good album and uh so there was like another band named like glimmer or something like that and they're uh like trans they had like a trans singer mm-hmm. and uh supposedly their words merch guy was in charge of their twitter and said like oh People only like their band because they're trans and like took shots at that. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was like cancel culture hit yeah. them hard first yeah. type stuff. And then uh, 
they were like, hey, we're sorry, it wasn't even us, it was our merch guy, but nobody cared. Right. So um, now uh, they're, I'm hoping they would come back and do shows, but uh, the other band is Nothing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Huge mm-hmm. fan of Nothing. <laughs> Huge fan of Nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but they just released an album, too, and they're really good. And then local, locally, I would... I I would still love to play with Outside. I see they're oh, yeah. releasing an album mm-hmm. like now-ish. It's uh, Green in You or yeah, something. Yeah, they re- they released a new single. I think they have a new album coming out in November. Yeah, and I just that's the whole reason we went to JC in the first place is because I saw they recorded there and I liked mm-hmm. those songs that came out and I was like, this is what I want right here. Let's go to him and I, I think uh, getting getting No Luck to be a a name that people like. Oh yeah, I know that band. I don't like their music, but I know of them. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that would be a goal. <laughs> I feel like that's my goal too. It's just like, yeah, I know him. Yeah, he's all right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and if we're talking about playing with acts for goals, I'd say locally, um, to get on something with Citizen one day or. Casket Company is a... Well, I love Casket Company, so that'd be a big one for me. So, yeah. Alex Baird, I like his music. He's a good dude. He's a, he, he works. He's very passionate for what he does. He's, uh, he's very strong, and I can't wait for uh, uh, him and the, the other guys uh, with uh, all of his stuff. Uh, he, does, he does well. What about, what about, what about Melissa? What, about, what are your goals? What do, what do you want to try to do? Oh, man. <laughs> And you kind of stole some of my answers. <laughs> no, you didn't take them. I think we're just, we share common grounds there with the bands that have heavily influenced uh, what what we want and where we want to go. We're nothing. Um, yeah. I think it would be great just to play shows out. <laughs> in general. Right in now. general, yeah. Just to go out to a bar where there's lots of people and having fun and just get to share what we have with the people in the crowd like I just recall memories from being in jam pool and just playing that djembe like <laughs> like no one else was there mm-hmm. <laughs> like this you know this is just me hanging out and you guys are here for fun or something um but people pick up on that and it, there was a lot of joy in that and a lot of I got to share a lot of my emotion and just passion for the music just through my playing and people would tell me like hey I really enjoyed that like thank you for the energy and that that was like goal met right there, like mm-hmm. just connecting with people, um, musical musical people, non musical people, just getting to, yeah, connect. Those are my dreams. Right. <laughs> How did you two get together? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> oh, oh, this is a kind of Oh no! no I, was, I would say uh, from me playing acoustic guitar, she kind of saw a video of me, and then we met in person through. Randomness. Family. Random family members. Yeah, um my cousin. Yeah, I just showed up. <laughs> there was a party going on. I showed up, and he was playing guitar, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, enamored, because I also play acoustic guitar. Right. Um, so acoustic always has my heart. Um, but, yeah, we kind of took off from there, and it's been like seven years now. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's very cute. Just seeing how you two, like, uh, just seeing how you guys, like, talk to each other or just, like, look at each other when one is talking and one is not. Like, I love the the energy between you two. So it's it's really it's really adorable. <laughs> and, like, it, it, there's always a lot of good good energy and good vibes with all of you guys. And, uh, you know, everybody comes from different walks of life, different mm-hmm. musical styles. But, like, honing in on, like, this style of music is is, is fascinating to me. And I, I, and I love the I love the process. And... I, I love what's uh, coming coming forward with uh, with no luck and everything. So working on new music, you know, doing uh, more, trying to hone stuff. Hopefully, you know, playing around in the new year. Like, what else? What else is in the in the pipeline with no luck? I'd love to see a music video, <laughs> but I think uh, that's just us getting on it and getting somebody to help us because uh, i'd like to you know keep it a little diy to a point but yeah. at the same like i'd like help to editing and making it look 100 because i am not that right are you are you are you one of those bands that you want to do like just like a, a performance or do you want like an actual story music video i think it's like 
definitely a mix. You okay. Because I love the cut scenes where then mm-hmm. uh, you see it going on, right. and then there's this whole story going on behind it, mm-hmm. and yep. somehow it makes sense together. And ironically, it's happening at a railroad tracks or whatever. Yeah. Just yeah, like... yeah, someone has to be running away from something. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's chasing. I think we were thinking of the song that we seem to agree on doing something with at the moment with our old ones would be Evergreens. I think mm. that's what we all kind of agreed on, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I feel like that whole EP didn't get promoted as well just because with everything that right. happened, you know? Like, it dropped, and then we're like, well, it's online. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, you can't tour on it. You can't do anything much for it. It's unfortunate with everything. Yeah. you got to be safe uh, with everything. Well, hello. All right. <laughs> beautiful cat. Yeah. What's the name of the cat? Gumby. Gumby? Gumby. Gumby. Oh. No, Gumby like a gummy bear. No, oh, nice. Gumby. Oh, Gumby. Oh. <laughs> Not the green guy. I can I see, see it. Oh. Right. Looks like a gummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it. I don't know if the mic's picked it up. It shoots she, it me out and just a minute ago. So mm-hmm. that's, can I get more cat in my monitors? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, and actually, I know, and I, I know this might be a, a tough subject, but like uh, Evergreen's a great song. But I think you know, you explaining the story behind Paper Tigers. I think kind of somewhat emulating that story might have been an interesting concept for a music video. And obviously, that that, mm. that hits a little bit close to home. But maybe that could be. Also therapeutic in the same sense, right? In, yeah. a, in a weird way, yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess once so, like Paper Tigers was like all of our favorites, and then we were, and then we recorded, right. and then we we're like, all right, Paper Tigers is great, but like, <laughs> wow, do we love like Always Missing Home and right. and Reasons? Like Reasons is another really good one, and that one that one uh, stems from like, um, you know. Having to feel like you're just carrying someone along, and they're they're there for the whole ride, but you're just carrying them. Mm-hmm. I I I know plenty of people, and heck, past relationships like that as well. That's uh that's always a tough thing to do. Yeah. Another thing we have coming out of this year and going forward with it is our kind of our our clothing. Thing oh, we have going yeah. with, with oh yeah with state yeah. talk yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ uh, <laughs> we forgot to bring that up <laughs> and, and fire out designs yeah yeah um, so yeah that's been a real blessing I guess through the whole thing like uh, we were approached by Derek Magrum who uh, runs State Tough mm-hmm. he's actually a childhood neighbor of mine he used wow. to babysit me oh so wow. <laughs> he used to knock on my window with a werewolf mask and scare the <laughs> shit out of me straight up and. Uh, yeah, so as I I came to him uh, initially when uh, We Are Brothers was a thing, and he was like, oh, "You need some more practice." And I got I was, oh, wow. was kind of salty, but he he meant it in like a uh, I, I I toned it horribly, but uh, he he said it in a kind of like a you know I'd like to see some more practice out right. of you, and we could totally yeah. work together. But I got salty, and I was like, "Whatever," and I started oh, hitting it, it harder. It pushed you to work harder. Yeah, I started hitting harder and like really practicing and um. And then, you know, stars aligned. We come back through full circle and, you know, we meet up again. And he's like, hey, uh, would you guys like to be ambassadors for this? And so we got this whole shirt design based mm-hmm. off of uh, a tarot card. Yeah, I was about to say this very tarot the vibes. Death card. Yeah. yeah, the death, death card. We gave him the death card and uh, Far Out Designs did this all up. Uh, I believe the snake girl and the scorpion even. Those are like separate lines that they had done previously, some of her artwork. So she incorporated into the card, which was just super cool. Right. And uh, I think we all have a different part of that design that we all love. So we're really happy with that and hoping to do more designs yeah. with him. And mm-hmm. uh, Well, there's definitely, yeah, there's going to be more coming down down the pipeline, definitely, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I follow Stay Tough. They're doing some good work out there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty rad. Well, it's it's awesome to see like you know you know guys going out there guns and blazing as best you can throughout everything and hopefully uh, like I said before like you know when when things start opening up and doing more you know you guys can be right on the uh, on the on the forefront and uh, you know 
even when people, you know, we were hyping this episode, people were like, just like, yeah, no, no luck is legit. Like they're, they're, they're good kids. They're doing some cool <laughs> things. Well, everybody's kids. I'm almost 35. So everybody's right. kids to me. <laughs> so like, you know, um, but yeah, everybody's doing some, uh, some good work. So yeah, I can't wait for more from you guys. It's very excited. Of course. Of course. If we want to get in touch with no luck, how do we do so? Uh, so you can hit us up on Instagram. Uh, mainly, if you want to get a hold of us, I would hit Facebook. And uh, and if you want any of this cool Stay Tough merch we've been talking about, it's stayxtough.com. T-U-F-F. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, yeah, it's, it's tough spelled differently, so... Good, good job. All right. Well, yeah, that's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Can't wait for uh, all the stuff to come out. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Uh, you can check us out on Spotify and Bandcamp as well. Yeah, we're pretty much on every every platform streaming wise. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, go listen to the EP. It's uh, it's super rad. And uh, of course, when you're done with that, you can uh, listen to this podcast on all major podcast platforms. Of course, you can follow us on social media at on the radar PC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And for all the links for all the podcast platforms and everything else that we do with this uh, project, it's on the radar PC dot com. And uh, I am Peapod. You are you. And of, oh, and before I go, of course, uh, check out Bike Rack Records, of course, yeah, uh, for all the stuff. Yeah, uh, and uh, they, they're being pr- uh, producing and uh, working very hard into the new year. They were just telling us, like, you know, the pandemic didn't hinder them in any sort of the way. And uh, they've really, you know, doing the most success they've had thus far. So 2021 is going to be a good year for uh, the Bike Rack Boys. So go get some merch, go get uh, and go record. And uh, I am Peapod and you are you. And thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the On The Radar Podcast. Uh.